These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in the Hunter. It's estimated around 750 Hunter coal miners at the Mayuna and Mandalong mines could lose their jobs when a roaring power station closes in 2025. The numbers came out in a budget estimates hearing with the Deputy Premier. It's understood Centennial Coal hopes to pivot to exporting coal, but only Mandalong currently has rail access to the port. Both collieries feed the power station. Hunter Jobs Alliance coordinator Warwick Jordan said two critical things need to happen before the workers are out of a job. One is providing every available support um, for workers as far as allowing them to assess their options and um, look at what they want to do next, be supported with their career advice and their financial advice and training options and, and so on and make those choices available for workers. The other thing that obviously needs to be done is creating new opportunities, particularly in the local economy. The Federal Resources Minister says a new report alleging labour hire is shortchanging hunter miners a quarter of a billion dollars a year was union propaganda. Labor was backing the findings, but Keith Pitt said mine workers should not be fooled by the claims. Independent candidate for Hunter Stuart Bonds fell out with his former party One Nation on the issue of casualisation. He said there's plenty he disagrees with Labor on, but the report was just telling it like it is. The mine workers are living this, so I think it's rich for the federal member to come out and uh, have a crack at the boys to tell them as if they don't know what they're actually experiencing. So I think it's rude and he should actually come on the ground if he's not too scared to show his face out here and come and actually speak to some people that are living under these circumstances. Labor pledged to establish an independent defence-funded review into PFAS contamination in the Williamtown Red Zone. The opposition says its government would, would explore alternative land uses and the potential for government acquisition of land. Teachers across the Hunter and the state walked off the job on Wednesday for the second time in six months. The New South Wales Teachers Federation is calling on the government to scrap a current cap on pay rates and address staff shortages in the sector. Regional organiser Jack Galvin-Waite said it's a last resort and the Premier won't listen. Teachers across the Hunter are striking today because we're fed up with a government that's shown that it doesn't care about students and it doesn't care about the profession. We suspended our industrial campaign in Term 1 and tried to negotiate, but they refused to listen. Teachers have been left with no alternative but to act today. Nurses and Midwives Association members also held a rally outside the John Hunter Hospital. It was marking the International Day of the Midwife, but members were calling for the state government to commit to better nurse-to-patient ratios. John Hunter Branch Secretary Rachel Hughes said the government might recognise their hard work, but it needs to show some respect. It makes no sense at all. None whatsoever. Babies are not counted in numbers. You can have mothers who have more than one baby. So say you've got a midwife looking after eight mothers, you know, maybe 12 babies if they've had more than one. That's 20 patients for one midwife. How on earth are they supposed to keep everybody safe with that sort of number? And Lake Macquarie locals were recognised for their contributions to the community at a ceremony over the weekend. Public health physician Dr David Doheim was named the city's ambassador of the year for his work in guiding the hunter through the COVID-19 pandemic. He said it's an honour. Oh, it's, it's incredibly humbling um, to actually have attended the event and just to have heard the wonderful, remarkable stories of, of community volunteers and the work that's been done across Lake Macquarie by diverse groups of people, particularly during the last two very challenging years. 
2NURFM Sport. And in sport this week, the Newcastle Knights faced their 11th loss in a row with a 50-2 loss to the Storm, leading them into last place on the leaderboard. The side has now lost their past three home games and has only grabbed 92 points in eight games this season. But CEO Phil Gardner dismissed any thoughts surrounding coach Adam O'Brien's future at the club, affirming he is the right person to lead. Morgan Sibelik and Ryan Callanan are out of the championship tour, missing the mid-season cart at Margaret River on Tuesday. Both the Merriweather surfers fell short in their round of 32 heat. Despite losing his heat, Jackson Baker did make the top 20. And the Jets men's A-League team secured a 3-0 win over MacArthur despite less preparation time. Despite the win, the side faced several challenges during the match, with Sietravanis leaving the field in the 23rd minute with a hamstring injury. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.